welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 163, Black Orchid. My name is John and joining me every time we set fire to an upstairs thing, oh boy, I don't know, is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello, the upstairs hello. rooms, the bedrooms. Yes, the the attic or I did, something. I did find it funny that they didn't go up there the first time, and then the doctor went back around, and he was like, eh, forget it, went back up. Yeah, pretty much. I, I feel like we need a floor plan of this this, uh, this yeah. house. Oh, yeah, definitely. It had a lot of rooms and all that stuff, but we're getting ahead of ourselves, Taylor. Very how, much so. How are you? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Life's chugging along. Going to need to do some uh, work to the bus soon. I think the, the uh, generator is slowly but surely dying. Um and that means that, hey, the engine's going to come out. So here's one task. And, oh, look, there's like four others I can do while I'm doing the ones. So it's like, <laughs> all right, starting to work up some part lists and stuff. And, yeah, other than that, just kind of plowing our way toward Halloween. Yeah, we're it's 10 days away, and I am not prepared. I was invited to a party on Thursday, and then we have one mm-hmm. on Saturday. And I'm just like, I don't have anything. I have nothing. Do you pull out your wrestling persona from oh, Lauren's uh, birthday party and you're Eli, good to go? Eli Cooper? There you go. Yeah, I could probably put that together. <laughs> you know, you, you you might even have, you know, just you, be a man in black. Oh, be an that, MIB. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be cool. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm I'm obviously I'm not really dressing up we know we're just taking the kids around the neighborhood and stuff there's no there's no real parties going on but i'll probably be rocking my alien cave base task force t-shirt and maybe my alien head you know baseball cap or something (laughs) just to just to put a vibe out there you know yeah why not yeah gotta actually gotta put the vibes out there you know what speaking of which speaking of spooky stuff i i sent you a link to an episode of of the astonishing legends podcast um and and I will recommend it to everyone. It's it's about a place called Devil's Den out in Arkansas, and um, this episode terrified me and and fascinated me so much that that same evening I bought the guy's book. Oh wow! Of the experience, um, and I'm like two chapters into it. So yeah, there goes me sleeping ever again. <clears throat> De- where is it? Devil's Den. Devil's Den. It's it's a it's a place in Arkansas. Oh, in Arkansas. Yeah, in Arkansas. Um, and it this is an abduction story. This is an alien abduction story. And frankly, it is just, oh, man. I'm, yeah. Ooh. Like I told you, listen to it. It's really good. But don't listen to it right before bed. All right. Good. Yeah. Good call. I will not yeah. do that. But very interesting. Also, um, I believe uh, last podcast on the left mentioned um, Hellier. They did. Yeah, I was listening to that episode just today and uh, so did the um, Somewhere in the Skies uh, podcast. Both of them uh, mentioned oh, it. So get, uh, they, They're just sending those those waves out to me. Definitely. Gotta watch uh, it, man. Gotta watch it. Just watch it during the day. Yes, I do have. Uh, I'm, I'm once again, everyone, on the job hunt. So 
as of right now, I do have um, quite a bit of free time. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll I'll fit that in there. How long is it? It's an hour each. Six. It's episodes. it's an hour each. So you're looking at roughly five hours if you're going to plow through the whole thing. All right, all right. Um, and look for what it's worth. You're going to watch it during the day. I've got my phone near me. If you're like, dude, what is going on? <laughs> you know, I am freaking out over this or whatever. I don't understand what this is. I am here to help walk you through it. All right, perfect. And then we will get you ready for Hell Year Two Black Friday. Oh, it comes out on Black Friday. Assuming you've got Amazon Prime, it's going oh. to be on there for two weeks, and then it is free to the world everywhere else on Friday the thirteenth of December. Oh, that's amazing! Yes, that's good, and stuff. it's going to be at. It's good, looking like it's going to be twice as long. Oh boy, as the first season. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad uh, it seemed like an upstart thing, and I'm glad it's you know getting its due and getting a second season. It is. It is most definitely <clears throat> wonderful. Yeah. All right, let's get into this uh, this who news here, shall we? Yeah, definitely. And and there is actually a, a fair bit going on. Yeah. Um, so Sheffield Hallam University um, has basically given literally everyone who worked on season eleven of Doctor Who an honorary doctorate. <laughs> really? Yes. Very cool. Um, I guess they they've brought such attention to uh, Sheffield uh and such that they're like hey we want to say thanks so y'all are doctors now that's amazing i know very funny i know and great as well yeah definitely um so it also looks as though there there will be a special for season 12 we don't know when it's airing Uh uh-huh uh at least not as of yet but it definitely seems as though uh, there will be a special in addition to the 10 episodes of season 12 that we're getting. Um, and there was uh, someone on Twitter. Uh, we'll have links in the show notes to all this. So, so yes. you know, don't feel like you've got to go bring up Twitter right now. Um, right. Uh, who found um, the uh, CV of a first assistant director who mentions a, um, a season 12 special. Interesting. Yeah. So is, um, it, is it before the season or is it after the season? That's the question, isn't it? <laughs> that's the question. But it has been filming recently in Cardiff. Ooh. So it's clearly being filmed after the rest of the season has been filmed. Right. Whether it's airing before the season or after season, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. We will indeed. Um, now here's a fun bit of news, um, for your November. So looking forward here, um, November is going to see a double dose of your favorite Thoros Baton Sill, uh, <laughs> who we haven't probably seen since vengeance on Varos. No. Um, but there is, <clears throat> um, there are two things coming out, um, so real-time pictures, um, who you may be familiar with, who kind of do a little bit of spin-off-y, they're like big finish-ish, but video. Um, they are bringing Syl back in Syl and the Devil Seeds of Eridor. Um, and it is, um, it, it, there is a trailer for it, um, and it is pretty entertaining. Um, but what is the most mind bogglingly fascinating aspect of it is that Sophie Aldred actually is playing a Thoros Baton. 
So oh, I she, see that. Oh my god. Yeah. So she is not obviously the same size as Sill or anything, but she is fully in makeup and everything. Oh and uh, it's yeah, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> this is so strange. Yeah, it is. Um, and then they're also putting out a um, a big um, set of um, documentaries on. Um, people who've played different monsters. Uh, so the doctors, more monsters done, obviously in a very kind of creepy Frankenstein looking font mm-hmm. uh, gives you a, a in-depth, like the whole thing runs over 300 minutes. Um, so it's got a documentary on Nabil Shaban who plays uh, Syl, Christopher Ryan, who played Kiv in trial of the time Lord, Stephen Thorne, who played Omega um, and Azal in the Damons. Oh, one of my favorites, the Damons, uh, Terry Malloy, who we all know as Davros, mm-hmm. um, and both Stuart Fell and John Davy, uh, who have played all sorts of monsters on Targ, Stalas, Cybermen. Um, I suddenly had a line from Colin Baker pop into my head after saying those three, but anyway, uh, <laughs> so we've got both of these coming out, uh, in November. Very cool, yeah, 330 minutes. That's pretty cool. That's that's a lot. Oh. Hey, behind the sofa. Yeah, Did you yes, see that? look at that. Oh, look at that. Interesting. Yes, it was it was a term long before I decided to co-opt it for our <laughs> show. That's okay. We'll run with it. Yeah. <clears throat> now, here's something coming for 2020 that I am just bonkers excited about. Um, one, because honestly, my kids kind of like this uh, uh, place that Doctor Who is partnering with. And, and two, now I have a reason to really want to go to build a bear of all places. Doctor Who is partnering with Build-A-Bear in 2020. Um, oh my goodness. You can make your own Doctor Who themed Build-A-Bear. UK and US. Oh, you bet you bet yep. your bottom dollar. <laughs> Eden and Elias are getting these and I am also getting one. Uh, yeah, in 2020. Okay. In 2020. So we we don't know exactly when in 2020. Um, I've got a feeling that it will probably coincide on some level with season 12 coming out. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and there's no, there's no hints of what these, these plush are going to look like or anything. I don't know if there's, are we going to have, can we build a TARDIS? I don't know. Ooh. Can we build a little Jody bear? Cause I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would. You know what? Great. I, I'm I'm actually you know let me say this I'm hoping beyond hope that there's actually a fourth Doctor Bear. Oh with my a goodness! Big old that'd scarf. Be, that'd be great. That'd be I so would cute. be all over that. I might actually I might actually take that over Jody, but um, that is uh, the minded boggles. Let's just put it that. Yeah, way. there could be <clears throat> so much stuff you could do. Oh yeah, it's veritably endless. So Lovely. that that that's going to be fun. And as we get more information on that, if they start releasing images of what it looked like, we will definitely share that with you. Yeah. Um, and and our friends and families being, look, just give me some Build-A-Bear gift certificates. And they're being like, what? No, no, just trust me. <sighs> Last weekend, Doctor Who magazine celebrated its 40th anniversary. Woo. I know. Goodness. Something I'm actually a little bit older than. Love it. <laughs> Uh, not by much though. Um, but yeah, started off as Doctor Who Weekly back in 1979. Is now Doctor Who Magazine. I think they're up to issue 544, if I remember correctly. And that 40th anniversary issue is just chock full of stuff. Comes with a DVD of extras. Oh wow! 
I know. That's nuts. I know. <laughs> um, and and sadly, it's not something I actually subscribe to. So I, I will not be uh, getting it, but I may have to be on the lookout for it. Uh, maybe at Galley or something to pick it up because that is quite the landmark. Yeah. Not a lot of magazines, especially print these days make it to 40 years so good on you dr you magazine thank you for everything thank you for being the thing that i used to go to a comic book shop in santa clara when i was a kid and harass them to like bring me in one issue oh yeah i remember those stories yeah i remember yeah. those stories very well rnk comics in santa clara i don't know if they're around anymore but i i would literally be like look i really want dr you magazine they're like you do and i'm like yes please like i will prepay for it if you will bring it in for me <laughs> oh okay oh man oh yeah. um before we get into i mean we're we're talking bay area stuff yeah um i oh i don't know if you would you would know try me i'm okay westgate shopping center yeah no i'm sorry not westgate um oh. shoot um okay do you know where dnj hobby was yeah, absolutely. Okay. The, orig the original location. The right? original location, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very well. For some reason, the name of that plaza is a escaping me at this moment. Same, but I know where you're talking about. Okay. What was the name of the grocery store? It had a shimmery blue sign. It was uh, replaced by a, um, a 99 cent store. It was kind of over. Um, it was the only other like huge store. Oh, it was that the the Joey Franco's PW? I don't know. Was it? It seemed like I feel like it had a longer name. I was trying to figure this out when I was back. Oh, home. wait, it was Hmm. Was it Cosentino's? Maybe I don't see uh, like I uh, Cosentino's grocery stores. This is gripping stuff, all you Doctor Who fans. Whatever, guys. You know what? This this ties into... It was not. Um, it was not. I'm okay. looking at it right now. This ties into, if memory serves, you guys talked about the, the 89 earthquake, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, our latest uh, episode out right now, because it was 30 years ago Goodness. that we had the quake of 89. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a whole episode about that you should go check out. Um, and we are both big fans of D&J Hobby. Um, so I'm, I'm actually kind of sad that we don't have Seb on the horn right now. I know. Uh, cause I bet he would be like, Oh, it was this. Yeah. It had a shimmery sign like the Alhambra trucks. Right. It was that, but I can't, I cannot remember what oh, it was for the Lord. life of me. It's going to come to me at the most random hour. That's fine. Like it will pop back into my head and I'll just be like messaging and be like, dude, it was this. Oh. <laughs> uh... Good times. Good times. Yeah, good times indeed. Well, lastly in the news tonight, we a sad bit of news. Uh, actor Stephen Moore, who uh, we as Doctor Who fans would know <clears throat> as the Silurian Eldane from the Matt Smith Doctor Who episode Cold Blood, um, but the rest of the world may know him better as the voice of Marvin the Paranoid Android <laughs> from the radio and TV adaptations of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He has sadly passed away at the age of 81. Oh, I mean, um, I recall Marvin the Paranoid Android. I oh, think I only read. Big memories of Marvin. I think I only read um, Restaurant at the End of the Universe. I don't know why. Okay. Don't ask me. Um, but I do recall, I, you know, I do recall this character and I do recall, um, Eldane, um, okay. which, um, man, cold blood was such a great episode. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it definitely was. And yeah, just really, really enjoyed it. Um, just very sad. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah, it is. And just a little bit before we jump into our episode discussion, um, just this evening, um, I caught a glimpse of what the uh, new carpet in the LAX Marriott yeah. uh, looks like and have, as a result, declared 2020 at Gallifrey One the year of the, oh, you've redecorated meme. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going to get old real fast. Oh, yes, because um, I fully expect any of you out there who are 10th Doctor cosplayers um, I will walk up to you and be like, hey, look, if I do a quick pan of the floor here and then I turn to you, can you do the whole, oh, you've redecorated line for me? Um, I will do that a few times. <laughs> Great. That'll be, that'll be good content for sure. Yeah, that's very for funny. sure. Um, and I want to give a couple quick shout outs. Um, I've actually just through people asking and me replying, I've, I've actually helped a couple of um, podcasts that I enjoy listening to do some research uh, and and get some story ideas for their episodes. Um, so there is um, a podcast called Small Town Secrets. Um, it's specifically episode 205. Um, he was doing the uh, Chowchilla bus kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out, I didn't even know this, um, that the bus basically got like parked and hidden or like half buried um, up here in Livermore. Oh, like not too far, like eight minutes from where I live. Wow. Um, and, and there were some old photos. I'm like, wait, no, I think I know where that is. Um, and so I actually went and got some current photos for him of um, what that location looks like today. Oh, great. Um, and then I, I had thrown him the idea. We actually have a, a cursed totem pole in Livermore. Oh, really? Yes. Huh? Yes, we do. So um, check out Small Town Secrets, uh, uh, specifically episode 205 um, for for that. And then um, just last week, actually, um, the Our Strange Skies uh, podcast um, did an episode on a man named uh, Noah John Rondo. He was kind of a hermit who lived in the Adirondack Mountains of New York, uh, uh Cold River City was the name of his little encampment. Mm-hmm. Um, and he needed some help with research. I'm like, dude, I got some time. You know, what do you need help with? And he's like, here, give me some some internet research on this guy. Um, and so I threw together some information for him. And um, it, he's gotten nothing but great reviews about this episode, which I'm, I'm very proud of. And plus, he gave a plug to Podcastica and If Memory Serves hey. uh, at the end of the episode. So I, I, at the very least, wanted to give back uh, to both of these guys. Not to mention, it was four years ago today that we interviewed Sophie Aldred. Oh, goodness. I we know. woke up so early in the morning for that. Man. Um, recorded in, live together. Uh, recorded live together in my garage in Campbell, um, way back in Studio A. Yeah, right. That was Studio the, A. Yeah, that's that was right. the first one. Um, man, very crazy that that's been four years. Yeah, it um, has. The other thing I forgot to mention is I. Oh, what what day is it? Okay, How, when do we have to fill out those podcast? Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, panels for Galley. Uh, you have 10 days. Okay, great. Perfect. <clears throat> um, because uh, I hosted a panel at LA Comic Con 
You did. Yeah. Yes. How did that go? Um, it was a little nerve wracking at first, but um, I had good panelists and it went really well. You can awesome. actually see the panel um, on youtube.com slash that hashtag show. Uh, it's a wrestling one. So uh, if you don't want to watch it, that's fine. Uh, I know this is <laughs> nothing related, but I think I am going to dive in head first and create the podcasting one and say that I want to moderate it. Awesome. Yeah. I will, I will 100% support you in that. I, I think I'm going to take this year, uh, uh, for myself. Um, right. and I, I want, and not be like, I want to be on a panel. Yeah. Um, not that I didn't have a great, uh, experience doing that. Right. Um, but again, middle-class white guy. I'm yeah, like, you don't need my opinion specifically. Um, I think for the podcasting one, by all means, you know, you've, you've got a, a great approach to it. And I know last year you gave some great insights. So, yeah. heck yeah, take I, the reins. Yeah, I would love to do that again. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. All right. So we will we will see. I got to remember to fill that out because I yeah. every day I forget. And should uh, I should, should I like poke you tomorrow and be like, hey, do you don't forget that? Yes. Okay. Because I know I can do that. You will do that for me. I will. And what else uh, we will do right now is talk about Black Orchid, starring Peter Davidson as the Doctor, Janet Fielding as Tegan, Sarah Sutton as Nissa, and somebody else, uh, yes. Matthew Waterhouse as Adric, and Michael Cochran as Lord Charles Cranley. 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 There we go. Uh, written by Terrence Dudley and directed by Ron Jones. It first aired oh boy it first aired on the first and second of march 1982 and it is the fifth story of season 19 and we have um some story notes from the fine folks over at tardis wikia yes indeed and for what it's worth i know last time we had a fifth doctor story we were like wait these dates don't seem right what's going on um they actually switched uh, in the fifth Doctor era, from airing on like Saturday nights, oh, and they were doing Monday and Tuesday night. Wow, yeah, that's weird. I know, but that's why every time we bring up these dates, and we're like, w- uh, "That's not right." No, 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 that's right. That's right, and that's why. Very strange. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like it on the weekends better, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, so speaking of which, this is the first two part serial of the 1980s and the first two part serial since the Sontaran experiment, which oddly enough, I helped review for Gallifrey Public Radio. That is very true. Oh, I yeah. got to get in contact with them. Oh, yes, oh. you do. So you can chit chat <laughs> oh, Torchwood with them. Oh boy. That's been a while. Okay. Uh, so I got a couple things to remind you. Yes. Oh. Okay. Oh, goodness. Fair enough. Uh, Peter Davison, Janet Fielding, and Matthew Waterhouse didn't look upon the story all that favorably, considering the script to be kind of weak. Oh, boy. We'll get to it. We will. Um, Honestly, you know, if I was Matthew Waterhouse, you're like, look, dude, you get get to snack at the table for most of the episode. I'd be like, all right, I'm down. (laughs) But we'll get to that, too. We'll get to it. (laughs) Um, Ahmed Khalil who played Latoni had to have his voice dubbed in parts, not surprisingly due to his lip disc. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That is not surprising. <laughs> no, his, his, Oh yeah. We'll talk about that. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> here's a fun one. The seventh doctor's companion ACE actually visited the Cranley's party and briefly met Adric who flirted with her while she was searching for one of the segments of the key to time. Wait, what? 
However, Ace was not receptive to his advances, not surprised, and threatened to give him a permanent limp if he continued. Furthermore, she saw either Nyssa or Anne, she was unsure which, but didn't approach her, and all of this happened oh. in a comic called Time and Time Again, which I really want to find now. I was like, what? I'm... <laughs> And then I read comic and I went, oh, okay. I, I couldn't pass up putting this one in because it's basically the seventh doctor and ace doing the key to time and crossing over with this particular episode. Very funny. And it's a costume party. She could have been anyone there, right? Very true. Ah, well, for the first time since the Highlanders, which I know introduced one of your favorite companions. Yes. The only science fiction elements in this story were the TARDIS and its occupants. See, that I think is, I like that. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, because honestly, I don't think we get a ton of stories that are structured that way. No, no, we don't. Huh, interesting. All right, uh, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. Indeed, I do. The Doctor and the whole TARDIS team land in 1925 England after a quick cricket match, some mistaken identity, a costume party, and some letting down of the hairs, we find the doctor framed for murder by a rather elephantine elephant man. And all the while, Adric just wants to keep snacking. Okay. Um, Gra- grazing, as we call it. Goodness. Uh, <laughs> so I don't... I agree with the with uh, our crew not looking upon this story favorably. Okay. Because they considered the script to be weak. I I think 100% agree with that. I think this could have been a one, like a one and done story. Um what was it? Like 50 minutes. I think that it could have been oof, I don't know because we spent too much time playing cricket, is that what you're saying? You know what's funny about that? We did, but also, man, Peter Davidson had a sweet swing. Yeah, right? Yeah, man. I was it's like, I could baller. watch this dude. Like, clearly, he he played cricket. Even yes. though I was like, cricket, I, it's a sport. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of baseball. I'm not really sure. but um, I, I don't understand it no, in the least. I don't either, but it, 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 looked, it looked interesting. Um, so, yeah, we just, I think a lot of that time could have been spent maybe... I don't know, setting up the story. (laughs) Because if you really think about it, they land, they're mistaken, they play cricket, they go to a party, someone's murdered, and then in the last five minutes of the second episode, we're explained everything within a a paragraph. And I was like, this is, I'm not a fan. (laughs) I'm not a fan. That that's funny because Black Orchid has always been one of those episodes that kind of holds a weird place in my memory. Like it always, like when I was younger and it would come on PBS or whatever, it it would always be one of those stories that just didn't didn't feel like it fit with anything else. Yeah, um, and quite honestly, I don't think I've watched it since I was young. Um, and so rewatching it as an adult, I actually was like. Okay, I'm I'm kind of on board with this. I'm not necessarily saying it's a stellar right uh, story, um, but it's better than I remember it. And it does have weaknesses. Don't mm. get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, probably the, the let's just say the, the worst attempt at a hug ever. 
<laughs> uh, amongst other things. Dude. I, I saw that on your Instagram story. That was, I <laughs> watched that five times and I, la- I just laughed hysterically. For what it's worth, I did too. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> but honestly, this, this episode has got, um, oh my God. It, it, they really, I feel like they actually pack a lot into two episodes. And I'm not saying it's all quality stuff. No, I'm just no, saying no. they packed a lot in there. I mean, I I'm not sure. I honestly feel like they did like they pa- did pack a lot of stuff in there, but nothing really happened until the last like 15 minutes of the second episode. I felt like you know, well, I mean, it was just you know, get giving us a layout of the land, and then we have um, Nissa and um, oh my goodness, and Anne. Anne. We have Nissa and Anne, and they, hey, they look exactly like each other. Um, and I thought that was, you know, that was fine. I, I got it why we did that. Yep. Mainly just so we had a way out of um, George murdering everyone or doing whatever it was he was planning to do, which didn't really seem like a lot. Yep. Um, and sounded like a zombie all the while. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I mean, it, visually, it looked cool. I liked seeing all like the costumes and the set pieces. Again, if there's something the BBC does really well, it's these period pieces. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but I mean, it was just like as much as I did like seeing the Doctor play cricket. I I was like, what are we doing? Like, how many okay. times are we going to see him hit this this thing? I I mean, uh, I get it. He's good at the game. Yep. Yeah. No, that is, that is that is a perfectly fair assessment, and you are not wrong in that. Um, have you watched many British murder mysteries? I cannot say I have. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. My folks love them. And so I've seen lots of Miss Marple and Hercule Poirot um, and Masterpiece Theater and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I've seen a bunch of these uh, types of stories this is Doctor Who doing your typical British murder mystery story. Um, and so if you watch a lot of these murder mysteries, you get stuff like this. You know, you get your your highfalutin parties um, where a murder happens, where maybe there's a mistaken identity. Um, this also might be the only case where uh, two women show up to a party in the same outfit and they don't fight over it. Oh, it's suggested. Um, <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like, Hey, you know what we should do? We should be twins. Cause we're kind of twins. Um, and honestly, that short 1920s hair on Sarah Sutton. Hey, Hey, I think that's a good look. I like it. Nobody, no one arguing over here. No, but no, I no, mean, no. I will say, like, if you're gonna have the twins, shouldn't one of them be the murderer? That well, that would be a nice twist. Because, like this, this twist, it's just the guy was wearing a mask and then, <sighs> you know, brought the clothes back to. I don't know. It just seemed very weird. But then, you know, also we had. Um, Rady, oh my goodness! I said Rady. What what is happening? Lady, I have no idea. <laughs> Lady uh, Cranley, and she, you know, she kind of is part of the cover up. Yes. So I mean, th- there were cool elements to it. It just, you know, it. Okay, so so we do kind of get the twin thing, but it's it's twisted, obviously, because it's right. it's not two people in the same outfit. If for some reason, like 
the doctor came down in his Harlequin outfit. And I don't know what it was with the 80s and Harlequins. And I don't know I don't what either. it is with. Well, I know what it is with Harlequins and being creepy because it's a clown motif. Yes. Be that as it may. Still creeps me out. Anyway. So if the doctor had come down, but then also George had come down in an identical outfit and they were like at opposite ends of the party and they both thought it was the doctor mm. for whatever reason that maybe be more of that. But we do get that kind of twin thing, uh, but twisted because it is George, you know, basically the doctor getting lost right yes. in the bowels of the house <laughs> and, and, and George taking advantage of that <clears throat> by putting on the outfit framing the doctor for murder and then basically getting out of the outfit and putting it back where it belongs so that when the doctor does come out in the outfit, nobody knows any difference because of the mask. Yeah. And I mean, nobody knows any different because um, the lady of the house is all of a sudden uh, lying about it. Well, exactly because she, everyone thinks that George is dead. Yes. Right. Lady Cranley, Obviously doesn't. She is covering up the fact that her son is still alive. Yeah, and hanging out with uh, Latani up in the. Uh... Yes, hanging out with our with our Amazonian. Yes. Uh, with with the very unconvincing lip disc. Oh yeah, that definitely was um, a prosthetic. Um, that definitely looks like um, my kid. You know, crafted it out of play doh, <laughs> and then decided to stick it in his mouth. Oh, yeah. um, no offense to the costume department or, or the props department, but that one was, yeah, not, not the best. I yep. get it. it was the eighties, but still, <clears throat> um, so yeah, we, we've got, we've got him and this was something that was, you know, very common in Victorian era. And I, and I'm, I may have proceeded into the 20th century uh-huh. where if you have a member of your family who is, disabled and invalid or or whatever they they kind of get shunned away they're like oh they stay up in this one room yeah all the time so you get this motif that is is playing out here and then obviously think about it from george's point of view right he's disfigured he's obviously pissed off he's He's tied up yeah (laughs) he's literally tied up so is he just like that's the other thing is he just tied up all the time or is it oh i mean we circle back to the beginning here, which is just like so the jump cut city. Yes. Which is just oh like so confusing. I mm-hmm. guess I guess we could piece together that he murdered that guy and then they tied him up. That's right? what I'm going to. Yeah. Because I, I I have no idea. It's just very strange. Uh, and then they it, kept it seems more of a, of a punishment. And for some reason, with his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle hands, he's actually still really good at undoing knots. <laughs> yeah. Or the Amazonian is really crappy at doing knots. Uh, done behind his back he's he's good at untying them he has a future in the circus that's all i'm saying oh well not anymore well true not anymore because he he was uh he did not want to hug and he was like i would rather jump off this building yeah i have to admit when i was uh earlier today searching up uh for a picture from this episode to use um on soundcloud and 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 on the on the website um there was one that obviously it it was too small for me to use Mm -hmm. um but it was george basically you know with his with his you know uh with the look on his face um uh right up next to 
Sarah Sutton. So obviously I don't know if it's Anne or if it's Nissa, but right. he's literally looking like right down her costume. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I clearly can't use this picture. <laughs> oh, yep. I see. It. But I'm going to laugh at it. Oh, you this found is, it? Uh, ugh. Yeah. I, I didn't. This is like, this is a still from the show. Yeah. I don't know what, how I didn't notice that. Because it was a few frames and it moved on. I almost want you to use one of these absolutely ridiculous photos of um, it's Nissa Teigen, the Doctor, and Adric in their their costumes. Yep, and they're all <laughs> posing in front of the TARDIS. Yes, I already am. Oh, great! Yep, it's so ridiculous. Yep, it is, and that's and that's the funny thing is is you you have these photos for this story, which is literally a murder mystery. And they're like, hey, look at us. We're having hey. fun. And it's like, wait. Everything's <laughs> Who thought great. this was a good idea for a photo shoot? Everything's great. Yep. Goodness. Um, George, though, nicely dressed. Yeah. Just still, <clears throat> still, I'll give him that. Yeah, he's got the good clothes there. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I mean, on the whole, I, overall, like this story, it's better than I remember it. But it's still not necessarily a great story yeah i think um yeah but there's there's some good lines we, we we get the doctor who gag yes you know and, and then and then it and then it literally segues straight into a master reference yes and you get the doctor going wait what and you you have a moment where you go oh god is this a master story <laughs> and you're uh, like, oh no the, yeah. i mean there were some some very funny things in this when when the doctor is playing cricket and everyone's cheering and going crazy. Nissa and Adric just look at one another and go, they look, the look on their faces is what in the world is going on right now? Which is funny well, because yeah. they're, you know, not of this world. <laughs> exactly. And, and you don't, you don't, you're not always cognizant of that. You're like, Oh yeah, that's right. This is not from earth. Adric's not from earth. Like Adric going, where are we? And you know, the doctor yeah. being like, this is a train station. Yeah. He's like, well, what are those used for? You know? <laughs> so you get this. I love, and I love that in the story, we get those little touches. They don't need to be big things, but we, we, we get the train station. We get, and they're all this confusion. Oh my gosh. Our, our, our posh hobnobbers going, Oh, are you from this part of the country? Oh. I can't remember where it was. And she's like, <laughs> no, I'm from Trocken. And they're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, that's probably a place. Yeah, I love that yeah. they're just like so. They're like, oh, who cares? Just come hang out with us. Exactly. Would Would you like a brandy? Oh my goodness! Um, Trying to get everyone drunk. Oh my gosh! And 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 at least you know, Tegan's like, I'll take a screwdriver, and they're like, All right, we can do that. And this yeah. is like, mm, I'll have what she's having. Yeah, <laughs> I did love. Uh, what was it? What are you going to do with a drink in the or um? What was a drink in the bath? Oh, a cocktail in a the bath. A cocktail in the bath, and he's like, you drink it. <laughs> Yeah, drink it, my boy. Yeah, I thought that was so really funny. I have to, I have to wonder because I saw that scene and I did note it in my notes. Um, is is this literally the the prototypical uh, uh, shower beer? Oh, could could this be the origin of it? Maybe isn't that a subreddit? It might be. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, this is the this is the origin. Seriously, Black Orchid is the origin of the shower beer. Is that what you're I, telling I me? I guess so. Yeah. Wow. Maybe a, a a bath cocktail. A bath cocktail. There Which you just go. Sounds disgusting. But for those of you who, uh, what better bath cocktail than a cocktail bath? Very true. Word order is important, ladies and gentlemen. Take this from the editor. <laughs> Goodness. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't have like. I think we, for me at least, there there is some stuff that 
uh, I think is necessary to talk about. Um, of course. I mean, I, I put every death scene was hilarious. There's, I will say this about the directing, like the whole like, oh, let's show the killer's body, but not their head. Yeah. Like that got old actually really quick. Yeah. It's like, here's the fifth or sixth time. It's like, okay, we get it. It's somebody we're not supposed to have met yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I did. Uh, I did love when um, George was choking Anne, and she's screaming, and this guy. <laughs> the direction on that was hilarious. He runs from out of nowhere, puts down whatever he's carrying. Oh yes. Turns around and is choked to death. Exactly, and that is that is the quality of help you get at this point in history. It's like I can't just throw down the good silver. You can't just toss it on the floor and risk it getting dented. I have to set it down and then I will help you, my dear. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> oh goodness. <sighs> Ugh. Um, I, I mean the costumes I could probably talk about for a while. Tegan was dressed like Tinkerbell. Yeah. Which was that's great. great. I love that outfit. And then the beaded headdress thingy that Nissa and um, not Nissa were wearing. <laughs> Anne. Yes. Anne. Um, no. Yeah. They were not quite, fairies they might have been insects because think, yeah their head pieces had little like antennae uh, and they were cool because they kind of went they went up pretty high and then came yeah. back they i mean they were almost kind of like small rabbit ears as well but they were they looked more buggish i thought Th- very much though so. yeah very but, much so. i thought every all the outfits except for maybe adric who is i think a pirate i'm not really sure what or going on. something maybe maybe a cabin boy i'm not quite a sure cabin man I, not <laughs> and go so far as to keep his star badge on yes he needs it at all times do you want to know a really sad thing i think this is the story if i'm not mistaken this is the story right before our shock um i'm pretty sure it is yes it is so this is his last adventure before dying well i mean let's talk about adric um apparently everything he did in this i just have a note that just says he doesn't like dancing but loves eating yes and then i have another note that says he's just eating yes (laughs) and that's pretty much adric in a nutshell also adric kind of uh making eyes at nissa at a little bit yeah, did you notice that? I did. It was just like a very small, or maybe he was making eyes at Anne. You never know. Very possibly. But then in some way, yeah. wouldn't that still be making eyes at Nyssa? It would be. It um, definitely yes, would awkward be. dancing Adric is awkward. Oh my goodness. Um, and I'm convinced that Adric is actually a hobbit <laughs> with how much he eats. Yeah, fourth meal. Yep. Or wait, exactly. fourth, fourth, fifth breakfast? Elevenses. I don't know. Something like that. Seventh T. Something like that. <laughs> um, I mean, I there were. I don't think there were any visual effects besides the smoke, um, which I actually, you know, when you can't actually get a real fire in an old uh, building, um, just get some lights to make it look like fire and a bunch of smoke. I thought it worked pretty well. For the most part, it's a very slow burning house. Hey. I will say that much zing um yeah and i think up on the up when they're up on the roof and the doctor is confronting george and you've got the kind of the smoke in the background i'm not sure if they've got like some some lights going to kind of simulate flames but i'll admit they did a 
pretty decent job with that. Yeah, I, I feel like that's that had to have been what they did. It was like a red and a yellow light going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it worked. I mean, I believed there was a fire there, even though I'm very sure there wasn't. Yeah. Um, and let's just say, folks, don't don't shove a bunch of newspaper under your, you know, door gap and uh, set fire to it. That's that's generally just not safe. No, it is not. Only you can prevent old English manor fires. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ye old English fires. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, <clears throat> I mean, uh, I, I love the castle. As I said, I love the stairway to the castle where um, uh, George murders that man who carefully puts down that thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just thought the, the interior of the, of the castle was, was a lot of fun as well, especially with all of the, uh, trap doors. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a lot of fun. I also love that the doctor could figure some of them out, but others, he was like, I don't, I don't understand. Please let me out. Yep. Yeah, no, it, like I said, the, there are some good elements to the story. Like the, the set, the set design is amazing. Um, like I said, BBC can do a period piece that puts everyone else to shame. Oh yeah. Um, hands down. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, getting the doctor where he can figure some of that stuff out, can't figure other stuff out. He's not, you know, like infallible. Yeah. Uh, you know, we kind of, we, we get almost this human element of the doctor. I always like seeing that. Oh yeah. Always great. I, I honestly, I thought it was hilarious that he had like no qualms whatsoever, about showing the cops the inside of the target. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? Being like step on in, guys. <laughs> They're like, what is going on? I actually really loved that. I love that the at first he kind of seemed like he didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, eh, forget it. You know, I gotta get out of this. Something else is going on here. So let's go to the TARDIS. And I love that they didn't find it. And I was like, what? I was like, wait, how is this even possible? And oh they, yeah, they they hauled it off. Yeah, and they hauled it off. So yeah. Uh, that was good. I liked that a lot when they just bring him in there and then they take the TARDIS back to the castle. I re- I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I don't really have a lot else here. I feel like you might have some character notes and some miscellaneous. Stuff. Um. A little bit. I mean, the, the nice thing, you know, starting off talking about our general feelings, we kind of pull from everything. Yeah. As we talk about it. So we've, we've covered most of my stuff. Um, I, I honestly, let's talk about the black orchid itself just for a minute. Cause I love that. It's got its own little mini greenhouse. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was a kind of yes. nice little touch. Yeah. Um, and I, I did notice that we, we got a nod to Enya, um, mm-hmm. because it comes from the Orinoco, Oh, the Orinoco flow, which, right, which right. you know, if I was a real good sound designer, I'd put just quietly in the background right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, not a whole lot of, I mean, again, I, I thought it was great. Like, um, you know, having the, the locals, uh, the normies as it were trying to figure out like locations and, and slang yes. that, that, that our, our aliens are using and, and just kind of going, I don't get this, but I'm at a party and I'm halfway drunk. So yes. I'm just going to roll with it. There's yeah. another caper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Oh, good. Um, oh man. <clears throat> But yes, George's demise might be one of the funniest. He just, he's like, I want to hug you. And he's like, no. Yeah. He's like, oh, geez, what? But I also he's love. Like, it's like, all good. He's like, no, it's not. Your mustache creeps me out. Why? I love that his reaction to everyone else is to choke them. But to him, he's like, good. And like, no. 
I hate you so much. I can't even choke you. Yeah. I'm just get away from you. I just must fall off this building. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then I love like the ending is just like, here, doctor, here's a book George wrote. Um, so isn't is the reasoning behind why he's like that because he messed with the orchid? Um, because we get a like it's an entire explanation. Oh God. And I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, exactly what caused him that deformity. I do. I will say this. They cut out his tongue. Yeah. Which is why he sounds like a zombie and shuffles a little bit like one too. Um, (laughs) I do like the fact that we get that little jump and that it turns out that the doctor and everybody stuck around for the funeral. Yes. I'm like, Oh, that's, actually kind of a nice touch it's not like oh hey he just fell from the roof and he's dead now but now we know who's murdering um see you guys yeah thanks for letting us keep the uh the costumes so the weird thing is so her um that's her scar the scar figured is her son he wasn't he wasn't killed in the course of the search for the black orchid but disfigured by the tribe that held the bloom sacred and themselves okay. its guardian. So they cut out his tongue, uh, roughed him up real good, and then they brought him back. A, oh, a rival tribe looked over him and brought him back. But also, he, they have the Black Orchid. So what? <laughs> Isn't that confusing? Like, the, if he tried um, to get it and they cut out his tongue and messed him up real good, were they like, okay, now you can have the Orchid? It was a it was a it was a hazing ritual uh, because they weren't familiar with the uh, fraternity orders of the Amazon. Yeah, Oof. there you go. Weird. Solved it. Solved it better than sleep. No more. What can I say? Hey. Um, yeah, that actually kind of doesn't fit unless for some reason you know you got like a seedling out because like if you're trying to make off with this thing and they're roughing you up cutting out your tongue odds are you've either smashed the flower at this point yeah right um or they're taking it back yeah i would assume unless, so. unless for some reason this rival tribe is just like whatever it's a black flower stop it <laughs> and and help him make off with it which doesn't get explained yeah <clears throat> strange um and for some reason i've gotten this entire episode calling him you know the amazonian instead of his name latoni Yes, or the other thing they call him, which we will not call him. No. <laughs> because it no, is incorrect. Kinda... Not okay, guys. Not okay. Um, you know, or or you can call him by his uh, Amazonian disco name, because I do like the mixture of, like, fancy dress and native dress. Latoni. Oh, interesting. Latoni, yeah. when you say it like that... Disco ball. When you say it like that, sounds like a WWE character from the nineteen ninety really like four era. Yes, it sounds like <laughs> not the same as Latoni Tony Tony, which was like an R and B group. I think. Right? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um. So, b- should I even ask behind the couch scale? Um. Honestly, I don't think it's even remotely scary i'd be totally fine with them seeing it yeah i don't think there's anything that's that's scary that happens in this no i mean even even when you see george and you see his disfigurements it's very clearly prosthetics yes very clearly 
Um, and so, you know, the discerning eight year old would be like, Oh, what happened to him? Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, goodness. Why does he look like he got teenage mutant ninja turtle hands? He does. I don't he like totally does. It's I don't know. I don't like I'm looking at him and I'm like, how did the torture happen? I'm so confused. I don't get it. You know, I'm I'm going to run with uh, what really should be a galley one ribbon. Um, and, and I've already come up with my two for this year. I'm, I'm not really keen to pop on a third. Um, repeat to yourself. It's just a show. I should really just drill five. Ah, yes, yes, absolutely. And that that really, folks, that needs to be a ribbon. It does. John, if you if you're looking at doing a second one at all. Oh, man. Yeah. The uh, the other one we got is looking mighty fine. Good, 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 good. I um, I love yeah, it. <laughs> part part of why I went back to Chrome um, was to actually get the ribbons galore uh, designer to come up. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was not like in Firefox at all. Eesh. So I'm Eesh. like, all right, forget this. Um, so I've, I've, I've got my two designs. Um, uh, I'm excited about them. I'll tell you about I'll tell you, John, about them after we're done recording all right i will not spoil them to the masses excellent but... well i guess we should we should wrap this up then i think so um, we have would... talked our way through this yeah would you recommend this i would not honestly um no <laughs> unless you were an absolute completist and you're like i need to see all of them then by all means of course watch it or if it's like Agreed. look i just want some doctor who in on the ba- on in the background Oh, yes. This is definitely a background Doctor Who episode for sure. You know, or I just want to see how funny this this rooftop death scene is. Then, yeah, by all means. I yes, mean, it's 50 absolutely. minutes. It literally, it's less than an hour to watch the entire story. Yeah, and it doesn't, it also doesn't feel that long. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So, if anything, if you're just like, ah, I just need a quick Doctor Who fix. Yeah. Throw it in. That way you can be like, okay, that's the thing. I've seen it. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> mm-hmm. next time we're going to be watching uh, The Brain of Morbius. Yeah. Starring Tom Baker as the doctor and Elizabeth Sladen as Sarah Jane Smith. It was written by Robin Bland, which is a combination of two people. And I can't remember whom. And <laughs> directed by Christopher Barry. Uh, interesting to see that. I think we're going to just miss. That'll be the fourth yeah, we so we'll, we'll just miss Halloween because we've yeah. been we've been trying to do more mysterious, spooky ones. Seeing as how it's October, and, yeah, uh, Brandon Morbius does have Frankenstein overtones. Yes, so, so excited yeah. about that for sure. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. All right, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the NOTLG. Uh, head on over to NOTLG.spreadshirt.com. Buy a t-shirt. Buy the future of time and space is female. Wear it on your torso. And get in arguments with people who are dumb. Do it. And buy a mug. There's mugs too. Yes, there are. It's getting cold. You could put. It's like flu season. I think you could put some tea in it. I don't know. <laughs> Get that theraflu out. Watch some Doctor Who. Absolutely. Um, Patreon.com/slash/notlg. Uh, if you care to donate monetarily to us, we would appreciate that very much. So, uh, shout out to the Y axes. They do our music. They've done it for free. Whether they remember 
telling us we could have it for free or not. I got the receipts, so it's fine. Um, but they support us, so we should support them. Twitter.com slash the Y-axis. Facebook.com slash the Y-axis. The Y-axis.bandcamp.com. And they, like us, are also on Spotify. So join us again in two weeks' time for the brains of Morbius. The brain of Morbius. There's only one. Yep, just, just one brain. There can be only one brain of Morbius. And we will <laughs> talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. Solved it, solved it better than sleep no more. What can I say? Hey.